International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold, and I am so excited that you made a decision to tune in to the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show today. And you know what? Let's come into agreement that after you listen to this show, that you will receive the downloads, the insight that one aha moment, that one hallelujah moment, because it's just the thing you need. Well, I want to say happy, joyful, thankful, exciting holidays to you. And no matter what's going on in your life, I want you to make a quality decision. Constance, I am going to live in the vibration and in the flow of love and gratitude. And uh, as I shared with you last week, neuroscientists are saying that when you live in that flow, that's a flow of faith too. That's a a flow of hope. When you live in love and gratitude, everything that you desire sort of comes up to that vibration and manifests into your life. Well, got a great show for you. Got Mr. Eric Collier, and uh, he's going to be talking to you about how to get unstuck, break through those limiting beliefs and barriers, create a life of momentum, and manifest your dreams. That's a mouthful, right? Well, uh, I made a decision because I've been getting so many emails. I'm going to extend my 50% off my six-month coaching bundle until the end of the year. I got about 10 emails saying, Constance, can you extend it? And I will. So you need to go to fulfillingyourpurpose.com and and, uh, invest in yourself. You know, I told someone, you're not spending money. You're investing in yourself. I had a young lady. She said that. You know, she's been listening to me, but two of her friends, she's seen the dramatic change in their lives. And she says, Constance, I'm ready to invest. And, you know, an abundance mindset doesn't see it as spending. An abundance mindset sees it as what? An investment. And you guys already know all of the good, juicy stuff you're going to get. Uh, six uh, one-hour coaching sessions. You're also going to get six 10-minute in-between check-in calls. I'm going to give you both of my books uh, downloaded absolutely free and some MP3 motivational um, creations that I did in the studio. So that's fulfillingyourpurpose.com. What else do I want to say? I think that is about it. Follow me on social media, y'all. If you haven't seen my Christmas tree, you got to follow me. And I would love for you to email me your Christmas decorations. I would love to see how creative you are, what you're creating. But uh, go on my social media, 
uh, TikTok and Instagram is at Law of Attraction Constance. Facebook is Coach with Constance. Of course, my YouTube channel, Constance Arnold. And just see uh, just a different side of me. But yes, I would love to see what you're doing for the holidays, no matter how big, no matter how small. One of my friends, she sent me a picture of just a small Christmas tree. It was so tiny. You know, whatever works for you. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, just celebrate life. Celebrate being alive. Celebrate being healthy. Celebrate being whole. And uh, send me in some pictures of you smiling. I would love to connect with you guys uh, in that manner. So that's Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Also, while you're on my website, I'm thanking you in advance for your donation to the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show because we know that your life is being radically changed. I think that is all I want to say. So we're going to go to these quick commercials and then we're going to come back and hear what Eric has to say to us about how to become unstuck. So stay tuned. Are you feeling stuck? Are you ready to live a life beyond your wildest dream? Constance Arnold is a seasoned and experienced professional licensed counselor for 25 years and a certified success life coach and would love to partner with you to create your dreams. She's coached and trained over 10,000 clients on five continents and has a proven track record of success. Constance will assist you in getting a clear vision for your life and develop customized strategies, projects, and action steps to begin manifesting your dream. Contact her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com and visit her website at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Well, everybody, I'm back and I'm excited. I have a great guest for you today. Uh, I just believe, you know, the Bible says, give honor to whom honor is due. And my very special guest is Mr. C. Eric Collier. Got to make sure I get her his name correct. <laughs> and he is known as the mayor of motivation. And he is a mental quicksand expert. Can't wait to hear about that. Uh, he is a high energy high impact keynote speaker and he really helps people unlock potential and that's what we're all about and deal with their barriers so that they can create a life of momentum and really live and create just a life beyond your wildest dreams uh, he has a podcast. He's the host of the Momentum Shift podcast and radio show. And his mission is to create a movement that really helps people to get momentum in their lives. Anybody needs momentum. And he's been on the stage with one of my favorite people who here, who lives here in the U.S., Mr. Les Brown and many other great speakers speaking to global audiences. And today we're going to learn how to become unstuck, how to deal with our barriers, how to shift and get in that, that momentum and that vibration of living and creating just what we might consider to be impossible dreams. So Eric, welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Hello. Thank you, Ms. Ms. Constance. I'm sorry. Constance, I guess I, I, I don't want to get going and throwing that. 
You're fine. Thank you can you. call me Miss. Hey, most people call me Queen Constant, but you don't know me that good. But yeah. uh, so I'm excited about having you on the show. And let's just get right into it. What city are, are you speaking from? I am in the Maryland and D.C. area here. Okay. That no. area always is so many cities and so Virginia, Maryland, DC, all of those all of those cities and the states sort of merge together. Yes, they do. They're right next door to each other. <laughs> and I'm I'm I, I I just noticed my battery. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's fine. So so while you're talking, so all I right. want to thank him also for being a great veteran. Uh, he has been a veteran, and we are always so grateful and thankful for that. And so I just want you to open up your heart, open up your spirit, and just think about uh, any barriers that you've been struggling with. You know, it's the end of the year. Uh, any areas in your life where you lack momentum and you know you need to be motivated just a little bit. Because, you know, I always say, you know, it is the will of God for you to just live a fabulous life. So, so Eric, just give us a quick uh, uh, synopsis of your life. And did you ever have to deal with, were you ever stuck? And what was that like? And then I got so many questions for you. <laughs> it's going to make your head swim. So go ahead. Uh, yes, yes, I have uh, been stuck. And I tell people all the time, it's... It, it was a moment where I was about to lose everything. And, uh, you know, it, it, we do this thing every day, that grind, our daily grind. We get up and we go to work to accomplish what we've been told is success. And that's where you're at. And in that moment, I really wasn't performing as a father. I really wasn't a great husband and uh, uh, bringing in the income that I needed, that I was mm -hmm. capable of bringing in. And I was really about to lose everything. So, my wife and I, um, like I said, we've been together now, what, 34 years we've been together. And at that time, we were at each other's throat so much. <laughs> she was like, I, I can't take it no more. I'm about to get up out of here. And mm -hmm. the sad part about it for me was that with her leaving, it meant my my, my kids were going to possibly be going with her. And that was something that I really didn't want. I didn't want them to live in a, uh, a blended home. I didn't want them mm -hmm. to be without me. I promised my son when he was born that, look, you'll never have to worry about another man being in your house. You'll never have to worry about calling another man daddy but me because I'm your father and I'm going to take care of you. But in that, I didn't realize that I was holding myself back and I was playing small. And so I had a guy that I met and he actually woke me up to the fact that I could change my life if I just changed my mind. And he took me through an assessment that that aha moment, that momentum shift for me. And I all I could do was just look at him and go, how can we change it? <laughs> and it's just that moment. And so from there, he, he would uh, basically take me under his wing and I started working on myself. And I've been working on myself for the last couple of decades. And uh, it's changed my life tremendously. Not only that, it's it saved my marriage. It saved you know my relationship with my kids. I, they, again, they never grew up with anybody else but me, like I mm -hmm. wanted. And so um, now I'm working on that movement where you know when I first started, the change was for me. I wasn't happy. I needed to change something. But now, as I got gotten uh, moving forward, it's now it's the changes for my family, it's for my grandkids as well. And so that's where I'm at now. I'm working and I'm. Coaching, mental, uh, coaching and uh, mentoring high school students as well. So that's where it was for me. I was stuck at 
around 30 years old, had no clue, uh, no dreaming, nothing else. And I had to change something. Wow, that's amazing. And, you know, you said something. Somebody had to help him. And he had to acknowledge that he was stuck. So, you know, Eric, it's almost, you know, the end of the year, people are taking inventory. So why do you think people feel stuck? And what do you feel like were some of your barriers? And what are some barriers uh, for other folk that might be feeling stuck? Well, I think when when I look at it from me, and even when I go talk to the high school students, we stop dreaming. You know, we give up hope. And the fact that where I was, and my, my dream was to play Major League Baseball, when that was gone, I didn't think I brought anything else to the table. I didn't think intellectually, intellectually I could do anything uh, of uh, speaking in front of an audience, holding people's attention who had degrees or, or educated higher than I was. I didn't think that I could do, I was great at math, I wasn't a great writer. All of these things I was telling myself because I didn't have hope. Uh, and not only that, I didn't believe in my abilities. And so as I told these, myself these things, one of the things I like to say is, what you tell yourself, you sell yourself. Mm -hmm. And I sold myself in the fact that I wasn't, I didn't have, I wasn't capable, all of these things. So I basically beat myself up into believing that I wasn't any better than what I was. I didn't have anything more to the table to get up and go to work every day. So when I realized that I had that, that changes the game. So we've got to have hope. We've got to have a dream for the future. We've got to have a vision to move forward. A vision is key. Why? Because as the, as the scripture tells us, you'll perish if you don't have one. You just imagine trying to lead a family of three children and a wife, and you have no idea where you want to go. How are they going to lead? How are they going to follow you? And so that was something that, that, that I struggled with, how to, how to lead a family. And so now... I think it's important that, uh, you know, you have that dream, you have that vision. And not only that, you go to work on that vision. And so when you have something that you wake up every morning that hits your heart, that drives you, the game changes for you. So you, uh, so you mentioned doubt. Yes. Now, uh, you and I had a conversation before, mm -hmm. uh, you know, just so I could get to know you. And you said that you were so doubtful of yourself, you were afraid to get on the stage with Les Brown. Is that right? Is that what you said? Or am I lying? Oh. On <laughs> no, you are so right. I was, I was, I, I doubted myself so much. And I say, you get, I get, I, I call myself a mental quicksand expert because I told myself that I wasn't any good. I didn't have so much that I basically was just sinking and I was stuck in my own doubt, fear, and worry. And I wasn't moving forward. I was so bad that I had, uh, you know, Les Brown was somebody that I told, hey, look, uh, I didn't tell him, but I told a friend of mine, look, I want to be on stage with Les Brown. I want to learn from Les Brown. I want him to be my mentor. Les Brown, Les Brown, Les Brown. And uh, I had an opportunity to have him on the phone. And he said, hey, I can teach you how to speak. And I'm like, no, 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 you can't. Nope, goodbye. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I hung up the phone. And that was how bad I was. And we all get that. I mean, I don't say we all get that, but there are those moments where we're in our heads so much that like me, you can't even reach up to grab the hand that's there to save you. So, so you are a mental quicksand expert. So mental, when I hear that, I'm thinking a mindset. 
So yes. let's just say somebody, they, they have a dream, they have a vision, but that mindset, how do people, especially at the end of the year who may be feeling like, man, I thought at the end of 2023, this was what's going to happen. You know, that's what people are thinking, Eric. So how do we change our mindset? You know, that mental uh, acumen that all of us have, what would you say to listeners? Well, I would say that you've got to realize, I think, stop wanting things to happen overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, <laughs> it was a moment where I was overweight and I started waking up and I was I kept, I kept hearing Sean T in his infomercials and they're doing in, uh, insanity. And in 60 days, boom, you looking like this. You got this beach body. You ready to go. And I said, that's what I'm going to do. And so I did the shine. I did this 60 days of, of uh, insanity. And I realized I still had work to do. You know, this, 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 this weight doesn't fall off overnight. Nor does have, nor do habits and behaviors change overnight. So you've got to get into the, into the mix. You've got to get into the arena and you got to go to go to work and understand that it's not going to happen overnight. My job is to just keep chopping away, keep chopping away. And sooner or later that tree will fall. Right. And, you know, I, I, I talk a lot about baby steps, that if yeah. every day you you're consistent and you take baby steps, that's what it sounds like you did. I remember yeah. those commercials and I was so busy looking at him saying, oh, my God, <laughs> that man is so fine. <laughs> it will motivate you and uh, to, to get you to do some. How important is just consistency, sticking with it, no matter what it looks like? Did you have to go through that? And do you help people with that? Yes, uh, that's it's a big one. Right. So one of the problems that we have is the consistency, getting up day in and day out and making it happen. Even we don't see the results. And so I'll give you an example okay. with it being the first part of the year. I had a, a, a gentleman that I knew and just like everybody clockwork after New Year's, boom, in the gym, working out. And he was in that gym working out. And uh, I saw him a couple of weeks later, like towards the end of January. I said, hey, man, how's the workouts going? Oh, man, you know, I missed a couple of days, but I'm going to get back at it in March. I'm like, hold on a second, man. We're still in January. Mm -hmm. What about February? So it's important that we've got to get in there and get started. So what I was told when I first started working on myself, he said that it takes 30 days to really create a habit and to get it to stick. And so my goal was to get started and make that 30 days. So when I didn't make 30 days, okay, I did six straight days. Let's see if I can do seven. Okay, now I did seven. How many can I go? How long, how much further can I go? And eventually you start reaching that point where you, you're in that daily routine of doing those things over and over again. But you got to be careful because you want to elevate yourself. You want to challenge yourself. So after you do those things and you start seeing results, realize that sooner or later, just like if you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to get stronger, you're going to plateau. And so you got to elevate your game. You got to step your game up. I love that consistency because so many people, you know, you know, they just give up. And one thing I'm really proud about, I've always been a gym rat, but this year uh, I was on it. Yeah. And, and I was doing it and uh, my body's sure. And I'm not bragging y'all, it's just the truth. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, I, t I tell people, I would rather see you go to the gym once a week consistently 
for two or three months. And then the word that you use a lot, momentum, yes. will kick in and you'll want to go more. Tell us what is momentum and why is that important? Momentum is that thing that gets you started when you get stuck. It's that thing that picks you up when you're down. It's that that thing that really just changes the game for you. So uh, I'm a big, like I said, I've, I've been playing sports since I was six years old. Okay. There are times in the, in the game where you're down, but a certain play happens, a turnover or a hit, something happens, and all of a sudden you're back on top or you, you just start making changes. You start gaining ground, and then you get back on top, and the other team just doesn't know how to do to, to recover from that. You can't, They can't uh, 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 stop you. The momentum's going so well. And so – that for me is something that has to happen here first. The momentum shift has to happen in the mind first. And you got to shift your way of thinking. You've got to shift your way of believing. And you got to shift your way of going to work at it. Because when you start to shift in the way you think and believe in, that attitude changes. And then you start going to work. And then the way you work elevates. And I think that's important because that momentum shift is a big one. And the, many people don't notice it. I think if you look at if you just look at it throughout your life, there are times when you have momentum in your favor and we let it go because we got that thing that we wanted, right? So if we've gone out and got our degree, we've, we had momentum going for us. We worked really hard and we got our degree and then we stopped, right? But where else can we go with it? What else can we do next? So it's important to ask yourself, what's next? And so that, that'll trigger that momentum, a way to keep that momentum going because when we get to the top of one mountain, there's another mountain we got to climb. So when you say momentum in our, in our minds, what are we saying to ourselves? Uh, uh, what are we saying to us? <laughs> what do people need to be saying in their mind to get that momentum going? Let me give an example. I had two international clients this week and both of them had applied for a job and didn't get it. And you had gone through so many rounds and one had done a video and, and I just knew they were going to get it, but they did not. And of course they were very disappointed. And okay. so how do you get that momentum going with our words and our self-talk and what we saying in our minds since that's the first place where it happens? Well, I, I can tell you, uh, I went through 352 days of being laid off. 2013, November 26th, I was laid off. Mm. It took me 352 days before I got back to work. And wow. it starts with a lot of self-talk. But first it's it's the opportunity and the problem. So I started going, I started uh, as, as, as I kept getting hired and getting fired before I could even get started uh, with the job, I, I started going, uh, just look up and I go, well, thank you for the, for the opportunity, test and challenges. God, I know you got me. I know there's gonna be a better way. And so I started doing that. So talking to yourself in a positive manner, knowing who's got you is key. Um, uh, Muhammad Ali is somebody that I a, was a big fan of growing up. And he shows you right there the key to really taking yourself to another level is positive self-talk. You got to have the positive self-talk. So many times when things go wrong, the way we react is we beat ourselves up with negativity. Well, why we need to beat ourselves up with negativity? There's enough stuff coming at us to beat us up. So if we're our own hype man, it's important to be able to take ourselves to another level. And we do that with, I'm the greatest of all time. I can't be stopped. I was put on this earth to win. And that's the key. You know, how you talk to yourself is the key. And so I believe that. I truly believe that where I'm at now 
It's not where I'm supposed to end up. I know that every problem that comes to me is an opportunity test and challenge to get better. Storms only come for one reason, to clean out the negativity, to clean out all the bad habits, to clean out the old habits, to get you moving again. And that's what's important to you. And so with the, with the two examples that I gave you uh, of the two ladies who didn't get the position, you can relate to that because if you were not working for 306, well, for a whole year. 352 days. I, I mean, so you, it looks like you have to go against your feelings in order to get that momentum going in your mindset and that yeah. positive talk. Is, is that true? Yes, you have to. You have to go with. So. Think about it. You know, if if it's if you haven't done something before, the tendency is I like to equate it to and a radio, old radio, okay. the old radio. We had to dial in the radio station, and as we drove, the station would kind of fade out, right? Mm -hmm. And so we had to get it back in or find another one. And that's what we have to do. Those old habits tend to take over when we don't see the results coming in like we like we had expected, like we think they should be. And so we got to encourage ourselves. Look. That's not supposed to be it. I'm in the process. My job is to just keep chopping away. God going to take care of everything else. And that's what it happens. He puts you in situations where you meet somebody, you tell them what you have going on, or they figure it out. And hey, next thing you know, they connect you with somebody and things change for you. So you never know. You just got to keep your mind right. Keep focused on believing that, hey, this too shall pass and just keep it moving. And so does that mean that you had a, practice during a certain time of the day to practice your self-talk. I'm just trying to get it all the way down <laughs> to basics. I got what, you. what would listeners, I mean, do you have a meditation time? What would right. that look like? So for me, so, so just to give you an idea. So mm -hmm. I was laid off from my, my six figure job. I worked a part-time job and I worked two other part-time jobs during that time. So when I went back to work, you know, I've got 12 hours I'm working now because I'm trying to recover my finances. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I get up at 2.30 in the morning. That's my time, right? So that time before I go to work, 2.30 in the morning is all me. And so I'm either, I'm working on, on my goals, I'm meditating, I'm talking to myself, I'm working on whatever I need to do for me. I go to work, do my two jobs, I come home and I'm back at it. I get my little family time in, and before I go to bed, I get some more time for me. And so that's how I do it. But throughout the day, I'm singing songs. I'm reciting poems, speeches. I'm talking to myself on a continuous basis. Why? Because I have to keep myself up. I can't allow my, my, my mind to take me into the thoughts of the old, well, this isn't working for me. The woe is me. So I, I just talk to myself and people. Something else I do, I love talking to people. So I like to connect with people. And I believe that by connecting with other people, it helps both of us take the monotony out of our day and gives us a chance to talk about things that we love to do. So those are the things that I, I think is important. Yeah. You know, you like me. One of my clients said, I will. What do you do every day? I said, you don't want to know what I do every day. You probably I said, you 20 years younger than me. You couldn't keep up with me. So I started <laughs> telling her what I do. I said, I may listen to something motivated. And I'm coaching all over the world, doing everything else. But I may listen two or three hours during the course of the day to certain things. I'm going to look at my goals every day. So by the time I got through uh, telling her everything that I did, I said, I'm going to walk around and quote the Bible. I'm going to walk around and declare things. She said, yeah. oh, Miss Constance, I'm tired just hearing all of that. 
but but you have to keep your mind renewed or else the outside uh, pressures of the world will come and really uh, drown your dream. Yeah. And, 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 you know, you know, we can become caregivers and we don't even realize it too. Mm -hmm. you know, things happen to us and we don't realize it, but we've got other people on our shoulders as well that we want to make happy, that we want to help out or, or we want them to, to, to live in our belief that everything's going to be all right. And so, you know, during that 352 years, 352 days, <laughs> that 352 days, I had to come home and reassure my wife, look, I know the power's out. I know the water's off. I know we got the got the foreclosure notice, but this stuff is not happening. It's not going to happen forever. We're not losing this. We're going to be all right. And so it, it's a lot on you, but you've got to find a way to make it happen. Kirk Franklin was pumping on the radio sometimes and, and on the YouTube, uh, uh, Les Brown, um, Power of Positive Thinking, all of these different things was just pumping on my, on my phone, listening to these things to keep my mind right. So you've got to find a way to make it happen. Renewing your mind. You mentored that somebody mentored you and yes. helped you. You know, God's going to always send somebody. So how important is mentoring or asking for help or, or, or being coach? How important is that, Eric? You know, I, I never really, I always had a coach for sports, right? Mm. And, and I always had a coach for sports. I never thought about having a coach for my life. And so when I met this man, I didn't, didn't know him. First time I met him and he asked me three questions. He said, what have you done with your life over the last five years that has significantly increased your income or gotten you closer to your dreams? That was easy for me. I didn't have any dreams. I wasn't working on anything. And my income hadn't significantly increased at all. And he said, well, what are you doing now to change things? And mm -hmm. easy then. All I was doing was I really wanted to get him out of the house because all my friends were there. We we're going to barbecue, watch the boxing <laughs> back and kick back. And then, oh, God, it's Monday. Thank God it's Friday. That was the routine. And so he said, he said, so if you're not doing anything now, you haven't done anything the last five years. He said, what do you think if you keep going the same way your life's going to look like in five, 10 or 15 years from now? And all I could think about was me and my wife continuing to argue for the next five, 10 or 15 years or me being out without my kids. And it was at that point, it was like, yeah, how do we change this? So when he did that, he made me reflect on and take time to, to do an assessment, which is something we don't normally do because we're so caught up in our daily grind. Mm -hmm. And so I had to take an assessment of how I was acting and it woke me up tremendously. And so when he did that, he introduced me to read. And I hadn't read a book. The only book I had read was The Godfather. And I'm here, I am 30, 30 years old. I hadn't read a book. In high school, I used to cheat on my, my, my book reports oh, and stuff. me laugh. So, <laughs> so, so he showed me these pers um, personal development books. At the time, it was a self-help. But he showed me these books. He said, why do you think, we said, why do you think they make these? I said, I don't know. He said, well, what they do is they put the secrets to success in these books and they put them in the bookstores knowing that you're not going to come and come and read them. I'm like, okay, game over, game changed. And so I started reading and that book was uh, Think and Grow Rich. Uh -huh. then, as I started reading, I ran out of books and I went to visit my mom. And I remember I visited my mom down in Shreveport, Louisiana at the time. And uh, she gave me three books. And I think one of them was Zig Ziglar, but I know for a fact the other one was Les Brown's Live Your Dreams. And the third one was my, which, to what turned out to be my favorite book. But here, uh, his, it was um, 
What Makes the Great Great by Dr. Dennis Kimbrough. Oh, and, I love and, Oh, he's awesome. And so the funny thing about it, because I hadn't re read those other books you gave me was like this big, like this little small books. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to keep reading these books and then I'll read that one later. Because Dennis did that, what makes a great great was like 300 and some odd pages and no pictures. That's so, something. <laughs> my, my mind said, is I just got pictures in it? Okay, cool. I can read that. It's not as many. But yeah, so I read those books. And when I finished reading those books, I'm looking around. I'm like, I don't have anything else to read. And I picked up that book, What Makes a Great Great. And over the next three, four days, I read that book. And it was day, it was all I get home right before I go to bed, I stay up and I'll just be reading that book over and over again. I'm telling you, that book changed my mind because it opened my eyes up to the fact that there are people in his book that tapped into their greatness, tapped into their potential, and they changed their lives and they changed other people's lives. And for me, that created a ball of hope right there. And along with uh, uh Les Brown's Live Your Dreams, I'm like, man, this is it right here. And, and, you know, listeners, what he what was he doing? He was renewing his mind. He yeah. was reprogramming his subconscious. Yes. He was telling himself a different story. He was creating a new vision in his mind. He wasn't looking at Netflix, uh, Netflix all day, nothing wrong with Netflix, right. but he had a vision for his family. And by the way, I forgot to, in the, in the introduction, say that he has co-authored a, a couple of best-selling books on Amazon. Yes. So look where he is now. And I'm just saying to people, uh, you know, it's December and you have to change your mindset. You know, y'all know I've interviewed Dr. Dennis Kimber. I'm going to text him and tell him what you said. Oh, wow. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> And so he got a new mindset. And I think the question, the three questions that that gentleman asked you, you feel like listeners need to ask themselves that que those questions. I, I do. Uh, again, going back to my days of being an athlete, one of the things that helps you grow as an athlete, perform better, is to look at your game film. And I remember sitting in the in the locker room, and the coach is running the game film from the Friday's game. Mm -hmm. And he said, call you. You needed to do this. And say, I did it, coach. And he shows you on the game field. No, you did not. And we need to see that because we, walk, we sometimes believe we're doing the right things. And we don't realize that we're not doing the right things. There's some uh, we, There are ways to do things better. There's ways to improve. And so we've got to be able to look, sit back and look at our game film. Be honest with yourself because it doesn't, doesn't do any good lying. Right. We got to be honest with ourselves. I wasn't doing anything. And I had to tell that into a room full of people who were my friends. My wife was standing there. And this man, I had no clue. I'd never met him before. So uh, that was an embarrassing moment, but it was what I needed. So so you mentioned uh, when you were working those 12 hours and then you would come home and look at your goals. How yeah. important do you feel like we know we all have dreams and visions, but what about written goals? How important is that combined with your dreams? I think it's it's big. So uh, there were times when I wouldn't write anything. I don't need to write them down. I have them right here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I have them right here. They're right here all the time. But when you see them, but I think too, um, there's a connection that has to happen, right? So I'm a big believer that we're connecting this big puzzle uh, with with no pretty pattern picture design. 
We've got to figure it out for ourselves. It comes from our heart. And so the connection that we have to those goals, if it's not real, we're going to let them fall to the wayside, whether we write them down or we keep them up here or not. So I think we have to connect with ourselves first and then write those goals down. And then that point, those habits start really kicking in because that's the driver of our life right now when those goals kick in. So you've mentioned habits a couple of times. Yes. So what habits do you feel like folk need in order to shift or break through their barriers? Uh, you, you know, I was listening to um, uh, Aaron Rodgers and they he was talking about he's coming back quicker right. than what they thought he would come back. I, I don't know what kind of injury he had to his ankle. You probably know better than I do. I think it's like But they said his habits were so intense that yes. it increased his healing. So for listeners... I mean, after they get a vision, because a lot of folk, like your friend who was supposed to go to the gym, and then you saw him in March, and <laughs> he's like, where is the gym? <laughs> what gym? So, so what what could you say to people who, at the end of the year, have really, or they are assessing, wow, I did not accomplish my goals. Right. So, So what can you say about those habits that they need? So I think you have to you have to take on the mindset of I'm I, I, I'm starting fresh, so I don't know everything. I'm not always going to get it right, right? I, I wasn't born perfect. I believe that you're under construction for life, and so with every attempt, my mom always said, every, "A bad attempt is better than no attempt." I love so that. I you've got to keep in the take attempts, take your shot. You got to take your shot, whether you think it's far fetched and everybody's telling you it's crazy. Take your shot. Get in the habit of taking your shot. Because what happens is you find out when you take your shot, it wasn't as difficult as you thought it was. It wasn't as painful as you thought it was. So always take your shot. And then never give up. That's a habit that a lot of times we have a habit, a tendency to give up on things because it's not working right away. Because everybody around us is laughing at us because we we didn't get the result that we wanted. So never give up. I think that's a big one. Um, but the habit that I have is just getting up on time. I have a set schedule, 2.30 in the morning. That's what time I get up. Uh -huh. I, don't, I don't care. I don't care what, at what time. I, I got to get up at 2.30 because if I don't, my day is messed up, right? I feel pressured. I feel pressed. And so I get up at 2.30 and that's my me time. I get my me time in. I set the tone for the day, right? So you set the tone for the day. And now you're able to, to work through those days, through those things of being positive, looking at the opportunities that you have ahead of yourself. The problem isn't a problem. It's an opportunity test and challenge. Look at it that way. I think that's important as well. So what did it feel like to share the stage with a motivational speaker, my man, Les Brown? <laughs> what was that like for you? Wow. So I, I finally got the chance to work with Les Brown. What was that like? So so it, it took courage to do that, right? And it and did. an investment. It did. It did take an investment. You have mm -hmm. to invest in yourself. Um, but I, I got that chance and I tell you it was it was just an awesome moment for me because I had to go through a process to where he don't just put anybody on the stage with him. You have to you have to go through work. You got to put the work in and then you have to be selected. And he selected me to be one of his uh, uh, speakers for his, his summit. And it was just the best thing for me. I it just I love it. 
I'm not done yet. I'm looking forward to working with him again in person. But it just just being on stage virtually was was huge because, like I said, we were in COVID at that time, so it was great. But just being on stage with him at that moment and then to hear him say uh, the things that he said about our group that spoke, I, I, I love it. Well, you know, somebody said the greatest antidote for fear is action. So you took action. You yes. invested financially. You invested your time. And so what was your confidence after that? I mean, was your ego like uh, so big? I mean, <laughs> did your wife have to say, chill, chill, chill? Because it well, had to do something to your confidence. Well, I will be, I'll tell you, I was so excited. I was hyped up as though I had just played the game of my life. Um, I was really excited about that, and I'm I was really looking forward to the to the next step, and that's what is what keeps me going. It's kind of an it's an adrenaline rush, but mm -hmm. to see that I did have it all the time in me, you know, as the poem Equip says, you have everything that you need to 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 live your life, right? Two arms, two hands, two legs, two eyes, and a brain to use if you would be wise. God gave that to us from the start, but you got to believe, and so that. Uh, realizing that and, and seeing that I could actually do those things and to be in the room and to hear people, you know, you, you need some validation sometimes yes, because you your confidence, your confidence doesn't just come overnight. Right. So hearing people say, Hey man, that was a great message. Hey man, look, you are awesome. You're empowering. I think that's, that's big for your confidence and it helps keep you going. Cause when I called Dr. Pam, I emailed Dr. Pam, Pam Perry. I said, now send me your best. That's exactly <laughs> what I said. And she sent you. Oh, Did so you know glad. that? I'm so glad. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you, Dr. Pam Perry. Thank you. Uh, you know, she is, um, she has, man, it, she's helped me elevate um, and see things in a different light. And I'm so grateful for her. It's funny because when I was selected to be in part of her Speak, Sell, Shine cohort, um, I didn't even talk to her. I just saw her name on there. I said, whatever it is, I'm saying yes. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I had seen her, seen what she does. And I said, whatever it is, I'm saying yes. And I'm so glad. And that's another thing too. When I said yes to things, doors start that's opening good. up for me. And, and you know, doors started opening up that I never even imagined. And so being in rooms with with people now, like I said, uh, the Les Browns, the the uh, um, uh Drew Pinsky's, the Corey Poirier's, and you, and uh, uh, the National Press Club, Columbia, Columbia University, being in those rooms would have never happened had I just kept in that mindset, no, no, it's got to be the right time. No, no, it's not the right, I don't have the money, I don't have this, I don't have that. When I get this, then I'll do it. It never would have happened. I love that. I love that perspective. So people need to say yes, even though they may not know how. Yes. Things yes. are going to happen. And and it's so, I always said, when you say yes, the whole universe comes yeah. to support open doors and, and give you opportunities. Yes. Yes. I, I, I first saw that in the book, The Alchemist. And uh, I know it's part of scripture as well, but I couldn't tell you what scripture. I'm, I'm sorry. But I know that, um, you know, it, it, I've, I've lived it. And so it's, it's changed the game for me saying yes. And we say, when you know what you know, what you want to do, the whole, the whole world will open, the whole universe will open up to help. you, And that's what's happening. I mean, being in the rooms with people, like I said, that I wouldn't going to happen if I just sat in my room and said, this is what I'm going to do and never did it. Yeah. 
this morning I, I had a phone conversation with a billionaire. Wow. And I, and when I talked to him, I just had my pen out. And I'm like, he gonna say something. <laughs> I, I, and I had it, I had him laughing. I said, can I record this? And then I'm like, I don't know how to record it. I'm on my own phone. But right. but like you said, being around people at a different spiritual level, yeah. uh, you know, for my metaphysical folk at a different vibration level, right. th does that elevate you? What does that do when you're in those rooms? It, it does. Um, it helps because now I'm not the smartest one in the room. And that's scary when I'm the smartest one in the room. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's great to be in the room of people and to see people who are doing what you want to do at higher levels. And now you get a chance to rub elbows and to learn, hear how they talk, see how they operate, see what they do. And I'm telling you, being in rooms like that is just a beautiful thing. And so I, when I go back to the puzzle and connecting, I think a lot of times we get stuck because we think that life is all about walking this path, taking this journey, uh, playing life's game. But we don't realize all of that is encompassed to putting up this connecting with the pieces of our puzzle. We got to take a path. We got to take a journey. We got to play the game so that we can connect with the right people and understand the wrong people that we do. The people, not the wrong people, but the people we don't, we can't afford to, to distract us. And we can start putting together that life's puzzle that now becomes infinite because we're touching everybody. Yeah. So do you have different friends now? I mean, I know you do. Have your, <laughs> has your circle change? And what oh, would you say man. to listeners about yeah. who's in your life? Man, you know, um, that group that I was with that night was a group that I was really connected with. I really loved them. We spent a lot of time together in the military. And so when we when I started when when my mentor started telling me, you know, I had to change my friends, I got to change who I'm hanging around with, it it it, it hurt because you know, you, you kind of like, well, no, I'm gonna go. Nope, I got to go over here with this group because this is where I want to be. This is where I want to go. This is the direction. So it hurt, and so I know, um, I, I I still know them. Uh, we don't hang like like we used to at all, uh, but because I'm not there, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not there. I'm on a different level now. And, you know, they're on a different level than what they were on, but we're just not in the same mindset. And so um, now my circle consists of those people who are who are doing what I want to do in the personal development realm. Those people who want want me to help coach them. I'm helping I'm coaching and mentoring uh, those people who just want to partner with me to help create a movement. That's what I'm doing. So that's where my focus is right now. I, I don't I don't go hang out at the bars, happy hour. I don't go hang out uh, and watch hours upon hours of TV unless it's Saturday in Athens and my Georgia Bulldogs are playing. Then I'm yeah, watching. I knew them. I should have had on my Georgia Bulldog <laughs> t-shirt today. But if that's happening, I'm watching them. But I'm going to be honest with you. I, I My time now is focused on helping people move forward. So I'm, I, I coach 10 and under baseball. Uh, my mm -hmm. grandson pulled me back into that, but I really and truly love it because it's that coaching, that light that goes off. They come to you and you're like, they don't have a clue what's going on. But then that aha moment and it clicks. Ah, uh, and that's even with the adults that I work with. So I, those, that's what I do now. Well, you know, I just want to say to listeners that I, I ask them that question because even in my life, 
some people have been my friends for 25 years, but I realize I'm not in that circle anymore. Yeah. God has brought a whole different tribe for me. I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. I want somebody to say a word. I was talking to somebody today. They said a word. I'm like, what does that mean? Right. You know, I, I want to be sharpened. And so if you're trying to hold on to your old friends that are on a certain vibrational level and God is trying to take you up higher, it doesn't work. You have yeah. to, you have to really have faith and speaking of faith and, and taking a quantum leap of faith sounds like you had to do that oh <laughs> with investing money with yeah. paying coaching talk about taking a leap of faith yeah. in your dream so it, it's uh it's been a real challenge because thank you, you for your honesty yeah it's been a big challenge because you know you grow up in a certain mindset and a majority of time it's lack what do you go to ask your parents for money? Say, I don't have any money. I don't mm -hmm. have, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have. And so, and then the mindset is to always go to work. And so, you know, you don't, you don't have the answers, right? So you see things the old way. But so tuning in that radio again, you know, it, it's, um, it's a difficult challenge when you're on one page and then your spouse or your significant other may be on a different page. Mm -hmm. And so when you see money differently, when you see things differently, it's a difficult challenge. So I operate in a manner where I do what I can to not tap into my bank account, but find a way to create opportunities to allow me to tap into others' bank accounts too. And I'm not saying I'm hustling anybody. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. I, find we, a way. we get you. So checks, a, a guy taught me, he said, look, he said, you want to convince your wife, you want to convince people that this really works. He said, checks are what makes it work. And so I find a way to make it checks, whether it be to helping somebody change their life or a check actually comes into my hand. But mm -hmm. proof of concept is big for me. So I always find a way to make that proof of concept come true. And so that people can see, look, this guy is real. This guy knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's doing. He lives, his, he lives that. And so that's where it's at with me. So it takes a little time. And you 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 feel as though, hey man, this is a long road. But you know what? I'm not trying to trying to give up yet. I got a long way to go. My mom always said, well, make sure you get some rest. Make sure you get some sleep. I said, Mom, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a lot of sleep one day. But right now, <laughs> it's not gonna be that day. <laughs> you know that's so funny, and you never know when that big opportunity or that door is going to open. I love what Pete, a friend of mine, Pete Adams said. He said, you never know the night before that the next day is going to be the day that right. a grand opportunity will come to you. And I, 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 I heard Lisa Nichols talk about so many people are playing, 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 but not executing and taking action because of fear. So what's your take on that? You know, because I tell some of my clients, okay, enough research and let's do something. <laughs> you are so right. So <laughs> I was, I was, I was in the office one day and a guy I had just met and he and I became really, really good friends. Mm -hmm. And um, so he was in the, he was a brother. He was an executive uh, at the firm that I was working with. And uh, he, we sat down and started talking about our dreams and goals and he told me what he wanted to do. And I told him what I wanted to do. And he said, well, why aren't you doing it? Well, you know, man, I got to do put more time in. I don't have this. I don't have that. He goes, sooner or later, you just got to do it, right? 
<laughs> and so that's when you realize you got to get in the arena. You got to take your shot. And so I think it's very important to, to know, look, you can go and suck in so much knowledge, take all these classes, but sooner or later, you got to put in the work. You got to put it to work and see if it's going you know, to see if you get an understanding of it and how to make it, make it move, you know? And so I, I think that's a big thing is that we got to take action. So many times we won't take action and we'll never figure it out. I, I said the other day to somebody, everything I did big, I did it afraid, mm -hmm. but I did it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, wow. So anything else you want to share before we give listeners your uh, website and contact information? Well, first of all, I want to thank you for having me on your show. Uh, I really am grateful for the opportunity, but I really want to encourage people to really take that shot. You know, you got to take a shot because you never know what you can pull off. Don't, don't tell you, don't, don't fall for the uh, mind's greatest trick, which is to convince you that your greatness doesn't exist because it does. And just like the poem says, you have everything you need. You have two arms, two hands, two legs, two eyes, and a brain to use if you would be wise, but you're the handicap that you got to face. You got to overcome those doubt, fears, and worries to really step your game up and move forward because the momentum shift is what you've been looking for, but it'll never happen if you don't change your mind and start taking action. Wow. I love it. I love it. So you guys see how powerful uh, Eric is and great motivational speaker, trainer, coach, radio talk show host, and probably a lot more. Tell people about your website, about your services, et cetera. So you want to connect with me, and I really love connecting with people. You can mm -hmm. connect with me at cericcollier.com. That's cericcollier.com. And there you will see um, my speaking reel, um, the opportunities I've had to speak at different events on podcasts as well. Mm -hmm. You'll see my partners, the groups that I partner with. One of them you'll see is Tobano Consulting Group, which is the, the uh, company I formed with another uh, gentleman of mine, Mr. Clarence Arnold. He's my co-founder. And uh, Miss Alicia Mercer, and we go out and we work with high school students. So you'll see there. So any opportunities to keynote speak, uh, be able to mentor and coach high school students, uh, that's that's where I'm at. You know, I, I'm big on uh, connecting. I love it. I, yeah. I have a joke. I said I'm scared of middle school kids. You know, <laughs> people said, "Do you coach middle school kids?" I said, uh -uh, "I'm scared of them." You know. <laughs> You know, and, and they look, they're about our height now. They're big. They're big. Yeah. Kids. <laughs> and I, if you don't mind, if you mind, if I put a plug in, um, I had an opportunity to, to work with uh, Miss Real, uh, and I'm going to say her, her name wrong, but I'll put it on, if we can, I'll give you the link. Okay. Um, but Miss Real is a human rights uh, diplomacy uh, specialist, and I had a chance to partner with her to co-author uh, a book called The Attributes of Effective Leadership. And wow. that book will be coming out on December 12th. And you'll be able to, like I said, I'll give you that link if you can post that, please. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, we see, you see, we have greatness in the house. And I want you to go to his website. And I've been on his website just browsing around. Look, you didn't know that, did you, Eric? Looking at everything. Uh huh. It's a beautiful website. It. And he's Thank a you. great speaker. He would be great for some of your groups, all of you folk that work with, with teenagers. Hey, that's not my lane. But, you know, and he, and you could tell he just loves sports and gets yeah. these young guys and 
and he would be a great luncheon keynote speaker and uh, a keynote speaker plus. So go there, check him out and um, congratulations on your upcoming release of your book. Thank and you. I will make sure I put that in the link and everybody uh, it, it's the end of the year. It's a, it's a time of reflection. My headset is moving backwards. I got to hold it on, but uh, I want you to really like Eric said, just sit in stillness and take an assessment. Ask the spirit to show you uh, or, or maybe a friend who is authentic and real to just share some things that they see going on with you. And uh, reach out and get the help you need from Eric. You guys know you could contact me and uh, let's make that happen. Thank you again, Eric, everybody. I want you to share you, this Tom. link on your social media page. Tell somebody about the show. This lady told me this week, she said, you know, one of your things on YouTube, I share with 50 people. I'm like, really? <laughs> so you never know who needs uh, what you're going to be sharing. So uh, make a decision to have a great week. And remember, your best years are ahead of you. Thank you, Eric. Uh, thank you. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.